Conscious Collaboration brings together entrepreneurs, changemakers, and thought leaders. We aim to highlight the people that embody the idea of aligned mind, body, and business. Each week, we share, discuss, and learn from the various experiences and ideas of our guest experts. Through our discovery, we find a path to an aligned mind, body, and business. Hi, I'm Lisa. And I'm Emily, and we are the Conscious Collaboration Podcast. What up, Lisa? What up, people world? What's going on? Yeah, what up, people worldwide? What what up, aliens that are with us? <laughs> Mr. What? Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Everybody. All of you, what up? Um, so today, uh, what's been on the brain is... Um, celebrating victories. It kind of goes along with taking on a state of gratitude um, to me. Yeah, um, absolutely. But turning, turning that gratitude towards yourself, um, you know, it can also be turned outwards as well. There's, I don't think, ever going to be any, any harm in that. But, um, you know, really celebrating your own victories and that <laughs> I was, I was getting on to Lisa right before we push record because mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she called herself out and she said, well, I don't think, I don't think I, I don't know if I have anything relevant. <laughs> Is that what I said? I was like, and I don't think it's coming to That's me. That's exactly what you said. I wish you had already pressed record. Um, <laughs> hit rewind. No, that's exactly what you said. I don't know if I have anything relevant. And I said, of course you do. Looking back on your entire life up to this point to get you where you are is full it's of true. victories, small and large. And, you know, maybe, maybe you meant you were just talking about in a workout perspective, but you have those as well. So you're right. You're right. She called herself out before we even (laughs) put record and I said, you are who we're making this episode for. So if you're, um, you know, even just kind of points out like the subtle ways that we can knock ourselves down a rung or two, right? Yeah. I'm not saying that's what you were doing, but it can't like in little it's ways. important I mean, how we speak yeah. to ourselves, even if it's sort of done like tongue in cheek or you know, whatever. It's oh, I never do that. <laughs> no, you never I never do that. <laughs> never self-deprecating. But even even if it's done tongue in cheek. Right. That's weird when you say it twice in a row, but you yeah, know what I mean. I wouldn't like, know where that phrase Your body from. knows, <laughs> your cells know, your brain knows. It, it takes that on almost like as if it were a caregiver doing, you know, doing that. Like, would yeah. you, would you say that? Would you say that same thing to me? Like, I don't know if you have anything relevant for this episode. Oh, <laughs> even ouch. in like a joking no, way, absolutely you know? not. Right. So that just kind of illustrates a little, and I know that uh, Lisa doesn't actually believe that about herself fundamentally that she's never achieved anything, but, um, you know, it just goes to, to kind of point out the sneaky way to to downshift um, into like, like, yeah, the imposter syndrome kind of thing. Yeah. Like either like imposter syndrome or just like blank slate, you know, like, 
just bothered. being hard on yourself in some some kind of way. Yeah, you get stuck in like the minutia of a day and you're like, and but if you think about like, how did I really ever get here? Um, or because you're looking ahead mm. at where you're not. <laughs> yeah. Yet. Maybe. So yeah. I had, here's um, one of the big things that kind of inspired this topic for me. I had some energy work done this weekend. Um, really a cool practitioner, kind of a, a mix of modalities. But one of the things um, that she did was give me this little guided visualization um, to help me get into this mode of celebrating my own victories. And I'm not going to do it, you know, as eloquently as she did, but long story short, she was having me visualize a tiny little sprout of a vine that was kind of like sitting in the corner of a window. And then she had me visualize that it had grown up to one nail in the first corner of the window. Mm-hmm. And then she had me visualize that it had grown over to a second nail in another corner of the window. And then there was a final nail and, and that was kind of the, the peak of the visualization that I was, you know, this vine and I was frustrated that it, it was taking me so long or that I couldn't quite reach that na- last nail. It was a couple inches away. And so she was guiding me to look back at all the little the little, you know, the leaves from before that had already grown on the path to get there and all the little sprouts that had started coming off of it in other directions. And, you know, just having me pause and be grateful and appreciative to myself for Mm -hmm. already having grown that far and everything that it took and everything. And, you know, of course it becomes symbolic at that point, but everything that it took to get there, all the sacrifices and all the work and all the, you know, kind of thankless time mundane stuff in between where you feel like you're getting nothing done, but of course you are. (laughs) Yeah. So that, that's kind of how, um, that started for me. And then I, you know, I talk about it a lot in the context of, of training and working out too. Um, uh, just in general, not even just in a competition prep context, I think we should always be celebrating our victories, however big or small we perceive them. Cause that's all, you know, big or small is, is just a perception. Um, and so you know, um, it, it, it builds momentum. It builds momentum to continue to move forward, especially if, you know, you are looking towards that last nail, you've got a couple inches to go and you know, it's like, it's like a rough road to get there. It's going to be like, all right, I'm gonna have to like, really like buck up for this one. And, and, you know, I really, really I like that, like analogy and visualization that she guided you through. I'm, I'm looking at my own pothos that's climbing, but yes, I, that's it doesn't have, um, I've been looking at it while you're talking and I haven't really guided it that much, but yet it's going in the direction that I wanted to, um, yeah. but across the nails. So like in a pothos or a lot, I don't, I'm not a plant expert, but you know how, like when they need to change direction, 
they create like a new nub um, and a joint and then they grow. They happen to redirect. But Mm -hmm. when you're creating that nub and new foundation, it feels like you stopped. And then Mm -hmm. it's like you're growing Mm -hmm. from that point. So sometimes when we feel stopped or stuck, it might actually just be a redirection. Um, Mm -hmm. And that like final nail, when you were describing it, I pictured it being like around the top of a window frame. So it would be like Mm -hmm. a hard angle for that last little leaf, um, you know, the stem to point in that direction. Mm -hmm. And it probably felt the hardest or the worst. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So I really like that guided visualization, but I find it interesting a lot in, you know, her work. I think you said she dabbles in, um, we should drop her name if she feels comfortable, but, um, you know, if she's working in shamanism or, um, um, in Reiki, there's a lot of talk about, um, with energy being very like, uh, string light, there's ropes, there's strings, there's, um, there's knots. And it's interesting. That's the, uh, it's a way for us to visualize, um, our own or energetic ties to ourselves and to other things. So, yeah. And if you, a couple of things came up while you were talking about that. Um, if you think about it at at the point where you were almost to every single one of those nails, Mm -hmm. you were at this place where you, you could see it, but you couldn't quite see it. You didn't quite know how you were going to get there. (laughs) You know? So, um, it's like, it's like, and she also described to me, and again, I'm I'm just not going to say this as eloquently as she was telling me, but basically every time you do kind of, kind of level up, take on more responsibility, you know, whatever, get to a certain point, there's kind of a time period where you have to like settle into that point and it feels more chaotic at first until you sort of allow it to settle. So it's just like anticipating and, and understanding and acknowledging all the points along that way. And she, um, she has a decent Instagram following. So I'm going to say that she'd probably be okay with me giving away her Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is um, Anapo dot energy, a N A P O dot energy. Mm-hmm. on Instagram. Yeah. I'll put it in the description notes so people can follow it. We'll have to have her on sometime, but I think that's a really good practice and a check-in for, you know, where you are and your where you are right now, but for everybody um, it, it is, I mean, when we're reflecting back to all the different victories, it's easy to wash over them because you're constantly looking towards the next thing to attain versus really settling in and like, wow, like these are achievements, like feel them for yourself. It's easy for me to do it for you, for me to be proud of you or to say like, oh my gosh, I'm so impressed by you. But how hard is that sometimes to do for ourselves? To do for yourselves. Yeah. And there's layers to that, you know, societally there's, always kind of a level of programming for women, especially like, who does she think she is that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So we have to, and that, uh, although you could argue that a lot of that is self inflicted as well, you know, we just assume that 
people are judging that about us. So we kind of can, can hold, hold back our shine. But if you're, if if you are lifting weights, that, that helps you to get right over that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think too, there's that thing that women do that I think uh, with the whole Barbie movie being out and everything, I mean, which I still haven't seen yet. But I haven't. So please take anything I say with a grain of salt because this is only through what I've seen on Instagram. Or right, I've heard. From, yeah, I've heard, heard that from um, my daughter. But so, like, it, you know, we're we're there's and there's a quote that we were tagged on by a friend that you know we're told to be um, pretty, but not too pretty, you know, strong, but not overshadow other people, um, you know, lead, but not be bossy. So there's like all these conflicting things that we're taught that like, we have to ask for permission, but don't be bossy. (laughs) Yeah. Don't be too much. Um, don't be too little, but don't be too much. Like it's just, we don't know. And especially when you're an American, American, I don't know, like, if, if it's all around the world, it, I think it is all around the world, but you know, we're, we're growing up to be, um, very much like what is culturally beautiful. Um, that's what our, our, our value is placed on a lot of times. So in, in, for example, like, um, talking about our achievements in working out or anything like that, it's very like, um, you know, that line where you're like, am I, am I showing too much? Am I, am I being Mm -hmm. too like ego-based when I'm talking about like how great I am at this or, or, um, the improvements I've made. So I think there's a, just, there's like this big societal pressure and like judgment from people, um, what feels comfortable or not comfortable to them. As we're talking about sharing imagery or, um, and even just words, like, um, you know, I think that I've seen it too, where I've had friends that are so grateful that they've, they've turned their health around and they've lost a lot of weight. Yeah. And then there'll be people that come on and say, we well, need to eat a sandwich. And well, that's always a projection of what their own shit that they don't yeah. like about themselves. Right. Like, I don't know. I, I think, uh, I think especially if somebody's, um, you know, celebrating a, a health achievement. If, if people are coming, I mean, you know, there's a special, yeah. co- don't, don't negatively comment on that. Right. Uh, right. It's like when you see it and you kind of got to thicken your skin, I guess. And, or, you know, at least, at least get yourself in a, in a headspace that people might, you know, yeah. say things, but that it's always a projection of themselves. And, you know, just keep in mind that, that, that pride and ego are not inherently bad things. Mm-hmm. They exist for a reason and they are healthy, uh, to a certain degree, mm-hmm. um, to, you know, to keep you from being a, a doormat or, a, a you know, just a, a person with no, like pride is not a bad word mm-hmm. at all. Um, in my opinion. So, you know, I think people should just keep that in mind that, that, and that (laughs) it's a lot more complex. I know with some people than just keep something in mind, that's like something to be deprogrammed, but, um, but it's just, it's just true. I've, I've felt that over the years and, and you can think about it this way too. Cause I've definitely been in that place where it was much more like, mm, uh, 
resistant to, you know, sharing in the way that I do now, um, you know, all the stuff that I was doing online. Um, but if you think about the potential benefits of you doing so, meaning like, you don't know who's watching you, especially, you know, if you've got people who have accumulated from all sorts of different, you know, jobs and places you've lived or, or whatever, um, different sort of networks on your social media, you really never know who's watching you, who's not engaging directly, but who's watching you. I mean, I've had people trickle in over the years that I haven't heard from in literal decades who will, you know, eventually shoot me a message and be like, Oh, I've been, I I just got one today. Yeah. I just got one today. Like, Oh, you know, just, yeah, just keep it up. I'm like, thank, like sometimes thanking you, you know, for, for showing that because if you're, if you're showing a, a journey that somebody can relate to, or that they could relate to you at a certain part in your journey. And then they see you at a different part in your journey and you're doing something that they, you know, that resonates with them, but that they maybe thought was impossible. Like you could just by existing the way that you do and sharing it and celebrating your victories, you could, you could play a huge role in changing somebody else's life. Um, just by inspiring that in them as well. At the Conscious Collaboration Podcast, we are proud affiliates of Atapa medical grade red light therapy devices. Red light therapy boasts a long list of clinically proven benefits, many that I and many of my clients have experienced firsthand. You can be sure that you'll be able to train harder recover faster and sleep better with Atapa red light therapy. Visit myatapa.com, M-Y-A-T-A-P-A.com, or use the link in our Instagram bio to shop with the code collab15, that's C-O-L-L-A-B-15, for a discount on your device. I definitely think that there's healthy projections and reflections in, in our interrelationships. Um, you know, it's, I think it's beneficial to think of yourself, you know, like we were talking in the pre-chat and how I am so motivated and proud of you and your journey towards your, um, you know, getting ready and prepping for your, uh, competition. Um, but to turn that around for myself, that mm-hmm. same energy and mm-hmm. reflection to be able to realize my own journey. But you're right. You never know who you're influencing um, mm-hmm. from from below or above you um, in a way that's meaningful or motivational. I was thinking about, um, I think we talked about it on another episode and I can't remember which, but recently that before mirrors were invented, there was less of a, of a recognition of self. So before we really realized there were like reflections or like narcissists, you know, before we realized and saw our own reflection, we didn't really see ourselves as ourselves. We saw ourselves from 
more of a collective good or good or bad. I don't know. And then once we started to have that reflection of ourselves and we became more aware of our own selves and our own self journey, um, as a part of a collective, it transforms. Um, and I think that's, you know, it's beneficial to be able to self-reflect and to, um, go outside of what others do in a nonconformist way to grow and to encourage other people to, you know, to be thought leaders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And you don't even necessarily have to put that intention into it. Again, the, the whole point of this is really to bring it back to yourself and cultivate that um, ability to, um, you know, really be your own biggest fan, your own biggest supporter. And, um, you know, that's not only not selfish, it's, it's really healthy, I think. Yeah. I mean, like you said, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a way to raise your vibration, like gratitude. Mm -hmm. So that like, and if you can bring up, you know, because it doesn't put out anyone else's light. So it's like, you know, that'll magnetize more people to to do what you're doing and and make the collective a higher vibration. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. So always, always celebrate those little victories. And that doesn't mean, if you're not a social media person, that doesn't mean you have to, like, start posting everything you do on social media uh, I think even keeping it as a, uh, you know, private practice, if that's more what you're called to do is perfectly fine journaling or just, you know, in a prayer or meditation kind of context. Um, but you can definitely, it doesn't have to be social media per se, or in a, in a public, uh, setting that, that, little quote you always see on the pretty like graphics and stuff don't um only look back to see how far you've come or something mm-hmm. something to that effect yeah mm-hmm. i like that yep and uh and like you'll see stuff sometimes too like um re- remember the time you know like when you wanted what you have now or when you couldn't yeah. imagine having what you have now or something, right. something like that. Yeah. So I love all that. I love, I love, um, you know, thinking about years ago or when you were a child and all the things that you desired at some point you're living it now mm-hmm. and it seems so impossible or however are you going to get there? Well, um, not even just as a child, like, mm-hmm. you know, three years ago or three years ago year, or three weeks ago. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Because right. any, any acknowledgement of, you know, your own progress along the way helps you to, um, move forward. A lot of people did that type of thinking during the pandemic when we were just stuck to ourselves and contemplation. And a lot of people took that as a great opportunity for meditation. And I mean, you did, I did, um, a lot of people did going inward and just really starting to create just, you know, change and newness um, Mm -hmm. that we knew, you know, we knew we wanted to do what we're doing today at that Mm -hmm. point. Yeah. Set those those intentions, you know, planted those 
seeds. Yeah, that was definitely a big uh, kind of blank slate time. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you know, there were things that felt negative that came along with it. And um, but, you know, you do you do what you can with the situation you have and the resources you can muster and and then you fucking congratulate yourself for doing a good job when yeah. when it got really hard <laughs> look at all the you know look at all the hard times too like um that's another little banger of advice um that i've gotten is to to help really get a perspective on your progress by looking at your lows mm-hmm. measure progress by your lows yeah and you know look back five years ago or whatever and what what did you consider your low point at that time and like whoa okay you know I guess I guess we've made some progress right yeah Mm -hmm. I I think my phone does a really good job of reminding me different periods of time that I'm living in my life like I've been reminded a lot of uh, you know, when your phone puts together the little montages for you from your, so from your cloud, <laughs> like, thanks phone for reminding me of that. But yeah. I mean, you know, wow, just really how much things have grown upon that foundation that felt, you know, three years ago, stagnant. Um, it really wasn't at all. It was just like, you know, that not or redirection. Of like it was the global tower. It was. It was just like this is not working. Right. Start over, humans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I know. I I was thinking about I saw like the photos that were shown to me from three years ago. I don't know if you've gotten them recently too, but were of I think it was right before, was that right before I started working with you? It was right around this time. Yeah, it was a collection mm-hmm. from one of, so during the pandemic, I had this giant project that everybody was just saying was impossible during the pandemic because resources and sourcing were impossible and the timeline was too short. And I was like, you know, at that time I was going through separation. Watch me. <laughs> yeah. And it was a, it was separating from my ex and the two new businesses and the two under, you know, the two toddlers. And I was like, I'm doing it. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it, it got done at this time, um, three years ago was really nearing the completion of this huge project that I thought was completely, um, I thought it was possible or, or, or else I wouldn't have taken it. But you know, that I think is probably my largest collaborative project, um, to date. And I think, you know, as we're talking like about conscious collaboration, I think that's when I got so obsessed with collaborating was like, mm-hmm. nothing's impossible. If you collaborate, um, the right people. And at the time where we were all having to learn the new way of collaboration. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, we had been in the online space for some time, but still, Right. It wasn't the uh, the default method for everything, you know. Would we would we be sitting here zooming a podcast? No. If uh, that hadn't happened, or would we be sitting around a table, you and I, mm-hmm. 
doing a podcast. Yeah. I mean, I think that was when I realized that collaborating and um, creating a career and life path could mean more than what's just available in your neighborhood. It meant like going global, like that meant Mm -hmm. collaborating with people in other continents sometimes. So it's, um, you know, but during that time, at the same time, we were in a global state of like um, lockdown and Mm -hmm. um, just, you know, I, I would like to think there's a good portion of people that really expanded during that time, but I wonder how many people really, you know, got stuck. Well, and, you know, you factor in all the political stuff that, you know, was, was brewing and uh, continues to obviously, but you know, things got really, really rowdy. Um, right around then too so you you just factor all that in you factor in that a lot of people really aren't good with change you know Mm -hmm. or lack of control or all these things and um you know that's where all the free will kicks in uh with this global tower moment it's like are you a person who's gonna who's gonna take it and just do what you can with it or are you going to freak out and resist at every turn about how shitty it is and you know just end up stalling yourself out more and obviously that's a that's a very um blatant example but uh that could go for any of these little you know any of these I won't call them little but any you know day-to-day um goals and 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 tasks and achievements that you're talking about as well. Like, are you going to, you know, cause things are inevitably going to go, uh, you know, off plan, off schedule. And can you take that and turn that momentum around by celebrating your victories, mm-hmm. celebrating what you've done well in this case, you know, cele- celebrating how far you came to get to this place or are you going to focus on what is not there what you don't have what is not working and um, a bunch of people telling you no (laughs) right or a bunch of people telling you no I mean or one person telling you no are you going to be the one that stops when one person tells you no you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. I I've um (laughs) I've I've like to I've had a little mantra most of my adult life but it's like for anybody who tells me no, somebody can tell me yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And now. You just have to get creative and, and resourceful and, and put yourself out there. But I think, that, you know, not to veer off too much from what we're talking about, I think that all that becomes more possible when you, again, steer yourself towards what is going right, what you have already done what you have already achieved and what, what maybe even specific thing that you're looking at as a failure or a mishap or an obstacle right now, can you reframe t- as a victory? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most, I mean, many situations, you know, yeah. offer an opportunity 
to find a victory within the situation. And, you know, even if, even if you're not entirely happy with whatever that is, doesn't that put you in so much of a better energy? Like it it is what it is at this point. Doesn't that put you in so much of a better energy to move forward? If you're like, I mean, you could say that's trying to find the silver lining essentially, but um, finding, finding the victory in that situation. Yeah. I was thinking about the, in the I Ching, whenever we read about obstacles and they, they are usually represented by like boulders in the path of, you know, in in water or rapids and how you can just keep slamming into the boulder, um, or you can go around it or over it. But when you're able to look back and see your journey for all that it is, it's like gathering your own strength to be able to, um, you know, rise above any obstacles. Rise above though, not force or resist. Right. <laughs> your way right. through through a boulder. No right? No force, no resistance. Just going with the flow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's 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 a reminder to stay positive, but also without I think being toxic about being positive. We're not, you know, mm-hmm saying that things are kittens and rainbows when they're not. But I think reframing things is useful. Yeah. I mean, reframing it like the, the greater your success, the greater your obstacles. Mm -hmm. So the greater your opportunity. Mo money, mo problem. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, whether it be money or, or. Well, um, that's a. Yeah, I mean that's another metaphor. Thing. The way I'm using <laughs> it, <laughs> exactly. But um, it's almost like wow, like I wouldn't even have this quote unquote problem or obstacle if I had not gotten this far to where I am, and most certainly have the experience and the knowledge to be able to rise to that. And you can get curious and excited thinking about all these times before when you've encountered these situations and then ultimately on the other side of it, you discovered why that was mm-hmm. the perfect, the perfect way for that to play out. Yeah. So I bring still that love back into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I know I do a terrible job of this in the gym sometimes, but I love playing around with the concept of like, why is this so easy? <laughs> why is, yeah. why do these things, why do I uh, approach these obstacles with such ease? Or why do I, why am I so blessed to be able to figure out what to do under any circumstance? Um, yes. And really, like you said, with curiosity and play, approach every situation like, okay, um, yes. with curiosity, this is going to be great to figure out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and if we're looking for a tarot card, I think this is a, maybe a six of wands, uh, which pretty literally represents victory after a long battle. Um, I don't know, maybe, maybe my tarot peeps can throw us some, some opinions on that. Maybe there's, maybe there's some other cards you think would fit this concept as well celebrating oh, of oneself but if you think so then holla at us in the conscious collaboration yes. collective and yes. let me know 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about the representations of this inside of the closed and private Facebook group and um, follow the links provided in the description. And we hope to hear more from you. And I think we actually, we should line up um, our next, one of our next guests to be our friend um, that did the energy work with you. Absolutely. I will hit her up. If she's listening, <laughs> getting hit up in all and the she, directions. She can come <laughs> give us a bunch of golden nuggets because I know she's got them. <laughs> yeah. All right, Emily, what's been fun? It's been great, everybody. Yes. Thanks, guys. Celebrate your victories. Yes. All right. Talk to you in five. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening to our podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends so they can join our circle of collaboration on this journey. You can find us on Instagram at Conscious Collaboration Podcast, on Spotify, iTunes, and Audible, to name a few. Please join us next time for another deep dive into how you can live life in more alignment, mind, body, and business. Send us your questions and comments in our DMs or email us at consciouscollaborationpodcast at gmail.com. See you in five minutes.